Hey, everybody, it's Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. This is your host, Bevan. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. Today is going to be a shorter episode than usual, uh, partially because it's the holidays. Everybody's busy. I imagine you might want to break. Partially, it's also because there is a major windstorm happening in this uh, remote forest where I live, and um, I'm actually not sure if I'm going to keep my internet access tonight, so I figured if I went quick and made a short show, then I had a better chance of meeting my goal to get this out, and it's always my aim to have the new episode live by the time everybody's commuting on the East Coast on Fridays. it, It was arbitrary at the time that I picked it, but it seems to be what I'm sticking to. So, hey, look for me in your subscriptions tab, uh, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Uh, Today, I want to talk about just like running with the astrological energies of right now and everyone's sort of cultural um, new year, new year, yada, yada stuff, um, and using all of that energy to push you forward into your best life. So my sort of basic understanding of how I use astrology as a tool is that astrology is like a clock that we are all sort of influenced by where the stars are at the present time and where the stars were when we were specifically born. That's like sun sign astrology, right? Like your my sun is in Capricorn. So that means that my personality traits tend to be one of a an achiever, someone who's gritty, someone who sticks to stuff, someone who likes climbing a mountain, likes going after new things. Um, often a cold hearted sort of person, but you're also influenced not just by your sun sign, but also by these, all these other planets. My moon and my Venus are in Scorpio, which I think gives me like this depth and um, intensity of feeling that I think matches pairs quite well with my Capricornian nature. Um, Just for those of you who are also astrology nerds, I'm a Capricorn Mars as well. So my career is there. I'm a Virgo rising. So I've got a lot of earthiness to me. I'm basically mostly earth and water in my chart. Anyway, so astrology, I think can help us in our lives. Like it's a thing that I really like to aim my self care in the direction in the flow of where the stars are going. I think that anything you do for self care at any point is good, right? Like I'm like full on, it's one of my top values, self care, super important. So anytime you're doing self care, that's great. But if you want to do personal development work and enjoy some like, uh, it's kind of like, sailing in the direction of the wind rather than trying to go against the wind. Right. Um, and right now the astrology is so good for creating new ways of being and new things happening for your life, especially running up to December 25th. So this year specifically because of some Jupiter stuff, there is just like a big opening. Um, Jupiter is our planet of courage um, and faith to go out in the world and discover new things. Um, And so Jupiter is just entered Capricorn at the beginning of December. And um, there is just like a very specific auspicious window. Um, I have been working with my therapist for almost a year. And I was really like, when I told him I was moving to Washington, which of course was a really sudden decision. um, And he of course was like along for all of the ups and downs of my life this year. And uh, he was like, I don't know if I can keep treating you because I'm not licensed in Washington. 
And um, so I was like crushed for a week. But then my friend Ashley Manta, who's been on this podcast before, you should definitely listen to that episode. Ashley suggested, well, why don't you ask him if he'll just coach you? And I was like, oh, great idea. So now that I've transitioned to coaching with Andrew, my therapist, um, it's even better because he doesn't have to tell me, okay, I need to talk about astrology. So I have to take my therapist hat off. He used to have to caveat that a lot. Now I get the full download. And so I really love having this like kind of coachy relationship where it's like anything goes and it's not so bound, but it still has like underlying therapeutic benefits, I feel. Uh, anyway, so um he was really just like going on and on about like, because I'm a Capricorn, this Jupiter placement is especially good for me, especially because I'm an early Capricorn because my birthday is December 24th, Tuesday, like four or five days from now. I don't know how many days it's like five days away. I think, um, I, yeah. So like, I'm excited about this placement. I'm excited about it for me, but really I'm excited about it for you too, because I just love visioning for the future. I really love having big dreams. Um, it took me a long time to believe that I was worthy enough to have the big dreams that I do. And it's so interesting because it's such an inherent part of my personality to be such a visionary and to have a very specific view of what the world can be and what it can be for me um, and what it can be for other people. That um, the idea that I ever had a time in my life where I wasn't dreaming big or thinking big um, is really sad, but it's just true. Like when I hated my body and I didn't think I was worthy, the only thing I could think about visioning for was me being thin and changing my body, um, and releasing that need to alter my body in order to have a good life and have good fun. Oh gosh, what a gift I gave myself. Like, thank you early twenties, Bevan. <laughs> for making those choices and stepping into that reality and releasing the need to focus on my body so that I can focus on changing the world and actually having a real impact instead of focusing all my attention and time on the diet industry and a never ending cycle of failure and disappointment with my body. So uh, what I wanted to tell you about in this episode is like my very potent recipe for vision boards. Um, if you haven't heard about a vision board before, um, then, you know, here's a little quick rundown. A vision board is basically a visual representation of what you want to create in your life. Um, our psyche is very wired to visual thinking, uh, or visual, like a, visual stuff matters. Like it just lands in you. If you see the same things over and over again, um, it helps us, uh, arrive mentally much faster than we do. And we arrive everywhere twice. We arrive first mentally, second physically. So, um, that's how law of attraction works. A, a lot of faith traditions use that kind of thing where you have to get your mind into it. And then, um, your body follows a lot of Olympic athletes, for example, use like, they literally like run through, um, a successful meet or swimming thing or sporting thing or whatever in their head um, again and again, so that their mind has this idea of what it's like. And then that's where, and then practice physical practice in it. So a vision board is kind of like that. It's like putting something in front of you. Um, it's a very basic success principle. A lot of people use it. Um, and it's really extraordinary what can happen when you just like boldly vision for something and ask for it um, and then see what happens. Um, so the, th my special sauce to this recipe is before you vision board, um, to give yourself more, uh, juicy places to do self-development work along with your vision board is to do a wheel of life assessment first. Um, so wheel of life assessment is basically just ranking your life in a series of areas. There's kind of like seven basic areas, but I also came up with a few other ones that you might want to include. 
Uh, I'm going to read off a list to you and you can kind of decide which life assessments you want to do. You might want to grab a pen and paper or a little notepad on your phone. But basically, you're going to rate your life on a scale of one to 10 in the following areas. Number one, health. There's also, I've seen it done as health and vitality together. So you can choose whether you want to just do health or health and vitality. You can also do separate categories for mental health, emotional health, um, and physical health, uh, because I think those are all different. And I definitely sometimes am doing better with my mental health than I am with my physical health, yada, yada. So just think about that. Um, Career is another one. Love is another one. And um, you can also separate that into romantic love and friendship love. But I do also have a separate category for friends because I think it's really important to assess the energy and success you're feeling or satisfaction you're feeling in the area of romantic love versus friend love. Because I think some people focus way more on romantic and leave their friends um, for when it's convenient rather than like cultivating both because I think that's health actually, you know, like a a healthy life is balanced in all those areas. Um, Your spirituality. um, And you can measure that in lots of different ways. You can measure it with your faith. You can measure it with your religious practice or your spiritual practice or whatever you do in that area that's meaningful to you. It's your assessment. Tailor it to you. Another area is family. Another one is money. Um, Another area is fun or play, I like to call it. Um, And I could also like throw in a category for laughter because that's something I'm really working on for myself. Uh, When I turned 40, I decided I needed to laugh more and I need to be around more people who make me laugh. So that's usually, that's actually my, uh, my little sign from God. If I'm meant to spend time with someone is do they make me laugh? Um, And let's see impact. So like whether you're making an impact on the world, uh, you could also do social contribution. So that's another form of impact. Um, volunteerism, stuff like that that goes in there. Self-perception, how you're viewing yourself is another way to see how satisfied you are in that area. Um, Community is another area. I think that kind of goes along with like social contribution as well, but who knows. Um, Education or continued learning. Um, I'm a lifelong learner. Um, I feel like if I were to do a wheel of life assessment right now on that, I'm at a 10. I am learning a lot right now, really intentionally growing in that way. Also time or time management is another assessment. So through all these categories, you're just going to rate yourself, like whichever categories you want to pick, I would say pick like seven to 10 of them, rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, and then draw a wheel and fill out those pie charts and look at where, because a wheel that's balanced, you're rolling along, right? But a wheel that's not balanced, that's like a flat tire. So you want to see where you need to fill the tire. And that gives you an idea of where to focus your growth and attention in the coming year. So along with your vision board, right? Like you're just noticing where your growth and attention is. So that's the first part of this recipe is just doing a wheel of life assessment and seeing if there are things that you can visualize that would help you plump up those areas where you're not hitting a 10. Um, and there is, I also just want to say that balance is kind of a myth and isn't really true for successful people. Most successful people do not have a balanced life. And so it's okay if a couple of areas aren't where you want them to be, if you're really like focused on a goal, uh, towards something else. So I just want to let you off the hook for having a balanced life, but ideally we all want to have like a 10 across the board because our priorities are in alignment with what our focus is. Uh, The next step in my special sauce uh, recipe for a vision board is gratitude. 
do a gratitude rampage on the paper that you're gluing stuff to. I cannot underscore how much the universe loves a grateful heart. Like when you are thankful, it just opens up so many doors to you. And why not put that energy into the thing where you're bringing more into your life? The universe loves to reward gratitude. Blessings flow into you. So just like take five minutes and just write everything you're grateful for. Just like dump it all onto the page um, and like really allow yourself to get specific about things and then allow yourself to get broad. On my gratitude list almost always is just love. I'm always grateful for love. Love pours into me from lots of places and I just have gratitude for it. I also am grateful for breath because, you know, there is always enough air, like almost always, right? Like unless we're in these clean air alert things, there's always another breath of air. And we get into this mode. This is a great abundance teaching from Michael Bernard Beckwith that I recently heard. But basically, we get into this mode where like, we're hoarding our money, we're hoarding our resources, because we're afraid there's not going to be more. But the way resources work from the universe is like breathing, there's always the resources around us. So we just like, go all as well, all as well, like we're breathing in and out, because you just keep breathing, because you can't hold on to a breath, because you can't save that breath for your next breath, you have to be able to keep breathing. That's how it works. Anyway. Um, so wheel of life assessment, gratitude, and then visualize. Um, in these, I used to do vision boards back before we did Google image search um, and just cut stuff out of magazines, which is kind of limited, but like also very creative because you might see things that help you align with, with ideas rather than um, uh, stuff you're specifically visualizing for, right? Like I wanted more money balance in my life. And so I found these pictures that like weren't exactly what I was looking for, but like kind of gave me the idea. Um, I love a Google image search vision board these days. So I just like write down, I take time and just write down what I'm visioning for. And then I go online, Google image search, the thing that makes it work. A lot of times I love to cut my little face and stick it on somebody else's face. I have a really fun, um, vision board thing that I had in my old house of me sitting underneath the Oaks on Oprah's estate being uh, interviewed for Super Soul Sunday, but I couldn't find a picture of Oprah under the oaks where she was laughing because I don't want to just bore Oprah. I want to make her laugh. I want to get her into her body. I want to get her into her mirth. And um, so it was really important to me if I was visualizing being on Super Soul Sunday, it was me making Oprah laugh. So I got really specific about things and very sloppy cut and paste, but I made it work. And, um, you know, who knows, maybe that visualization that was on my bathroom wall for two and a half years in my last house. Uh, well, I've, I've since like thrown it away because I was, you know, sometimes you got to throw away your vision board so that they can come true and you start fresh. Anyway, so um, I, I just got creative with cut and paste. You can't really do it wrong. A vision board is a vision board. It's what, what works for you. You can have seven things on it. You can have dozens of things on it. Um, you can have a lot of pretty flowers to fill up space. You can have a lot of empty space, whatever. Um, you also want a key point, put it someplace you're going to see it a lot. A common place for my vision board has been my bathroom. Um, I, in my last house, since uh, my ex-partner and I had two separate bathrooms and mine was one that um, was not for guests. Uh, it was uh, my partner's one was the one we used for guests. So mine, I just like made it, my friend called it my Oprah bathroom because it was just full of my visions. And so there was tons of vision board stuff. Uh, tons of quotes, things like that. Like things just kind of seep into your consciousness when you see them regularly in your bathroom because you're in your bathroom. I mean, if you work from home, you're in your bathroom like 
10 times a day. So it's just, there's something to seeing something so very regularly that it just like lands in your consciousness and it gives it a chance to really like take hold. Um, Another thing I want to talk about, like in terms of getting to be the thing that you want, uh, a lesson I learned from Kyle Cease, which I have heard repeated from a few other thought leaders that I follow um, just this year was it's not about setting the goal. So you set a goal that's uncomfortable for you, but then you, you have, the action is not getting the goal. So this year's goal was to sell 20,000 workout videos for Fat Kid Dance Party. Um, By the way, right now, nowhere close to that goal. But the thing that I've been doing all year is to become the person for whom attaining that goal is no big deal. So it's setting a goal and then arriving there mentally first. So who do I have to be? What do I have to do to grow myself to become the person for whom that is no big deal? Um, So I really have been doing that work, doing that self-development, praying for help in that area, praying to truly believe that I'm worthy of selling that many workout videos and praying to have the wisdom to not hoard my gifts. Um, I talked about that um, a couple episodes ago when I was talking about marketing and my uh, all the things that I've had to work through in order to do marketing. And yeah, so just like being the kind of person for whom attaining that goal is no big deal. And um, I am a little disappointed, to be honest, because I really did think there was going to be some miracle where I would sell 20,000 workout videos this year. And you know what? 2019 is not over. We still got 11 more days. So like my little light up sign that, um, cause he said, put the goal up somewhere where you can see it. So I put it on my light up sign at home at my old house. Uh, and I said, sell 20 K video, sell 20 K vids. Cause it's a small sign. Um, and I, you know, I just put it up there so I could see the goal all the time and then work on the person I needed to be to make it happen. Um, since I moved, I've changed my sign to just keep going. That's what it says, because it's the guidance and the wisdom that I need right now. It's just keep going. I've had a lot, a a tremendous amount of change in 2019, a tremendous amount of uncertainty. But the truth is, even through all that change and all that uncertainty, I've been okay. All my needs have been met. Uh, Things have been handled. Mostly, I have a pretty joyful existence. I'm doing a lot of healing, um, both of myself and uh, to others, thankfully. And, you know, just here being present with my gifts and talking in every single episode about how you can support me more if you would like to. Uh, The best way to support my podcast is through my Patreon. Um, Patreon is a website that is kind of a hybrid of crowdfunding and a membership site. It enables people like me, creators like me, to create meaningful content for folks like you on an exclusive platform just for you. I do lots of things that are just for my Patreon supporters. Um, I have an online workout class. So if you want to do Fat Kid Dance Party aerobics, I have a 10-minute, a 20-minute, a 45-minute, and a 60-minute class available at all times. So there's always four videos available. And you can party with me from wherever you have uh, an online access. You can also support me um, at a $5 level and get access to Bevan's Bites, which is an exclusive podcast just for my Patreon. They're all shorter episodes that are just tools that I use for self-love and self-care or realizations that I've had or areas of my growth that I'm having that I'm sharing or things that I think are really like useful, like meditations. Um, I did a Reiki rain shower therapy thing. Um, so just lots of ways that I use the audio format. Um, just for my patrons. And I also um, 
do an exclusive update every month just for folks on my Patreon. And um, that's a video update. So last month I did a tour of the tiny house that I'm living in until May. And um, this month I'm doing a tour of my excellence habits, the things that I'm doing to keep my vibe high, uh, even through all this transition and all the things that I'm doing. Um, so if that's of, if that's of interest to you, uh, check it out. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash F-K-D-P. And I always pop the address in the little show blurb that shows up on my podcast, wherever you're streaming it from. Um, and I hope that this was helpful. If you do a vision board using my special recipe, please take a picture, tag me on Instagram, send me an email. I'm at Bevan's party on Instagram. I'm Bevan's party at gmail.com. I would love to see it and just like send it some Reiki for just some extra zhuzh from the universe. And I just want you to know that wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, whatever your 2019 looked like, you are worthy of love exactly as you are right in this moment. And accepting where you are and being present for who you are is the special sauce for bringing forth more. And um, that's why that wheel of life assessment is so good. It's just like a way of just seeing where you're at and loving yourself where you're at and then being available for more because there's so much more available for you. They, you have an abundance cloud surrounding you with love. You just have no idea how loved you are and how much is available to you. And I am just so appreciative that you have connected with me in this way. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your support and your stars on iTunes and the and the Spotify, like all the places where you can rate and subscribe. I appreciate every single one of you for doing that. And I love you so much. And I will talk to you next week.